0: My name is Faith and I'm with Blue at Home and today we have Thomas Ard with us from Tom Tom and Company. Good morning Tom.
1: Good morning. Hello
0: everyone. Tom Tom sorry it's either Thomas or Tom Tom right? Yes. Yay! Oh my goodness I'm so excited to talk to you. I have such an art fangirl crush on you since the beginning when you were hand painting the door hangers.
1: Oh my gosh, that was, it seems so long ago, but my, how things have changed over time.
0: I know. Well, let's get into, you know, who you are and where you grew up and all that good stuff.
1: Well, I'm Thomas Ard or uh, in the design industry, they call me Tom Tom, but I am one of five kids and I grew up in southeastern North Carolina in a little town called Lumberton.
0: Lumberton, that sounds so cute. Are they, have lumberjacks there? (laughs)
1: <laughs> no but we do have the lumber river has lots of trees around that but no lumberjacks i have five actually i have four sisters i'm one of five so one i'm five. the only boy in my family and i'm pretty sure my sisters may be more manlier than i sometimes
0: <laughs> well where do you fall in the lineup are you in the middle or you're the baby i'm the
1: oldest i am the star child i'm the oldest in my family uh, and well, we can so- relate <laughs> are you the oldest as well?
0: I'm the oldest too, right? We feel like we are the star pupils. Like they learned yeah. everything from us.
1: <laughs> yes, that's it. Got to give them all something to look up to.
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. So you grew up in Lumberton. Is that, you said that's where? In South Carolina?
1: As southeastern North Carolina is all, I live really close near the, to the coast or I grew up really close to the coast, about an hour away from the coast. Um, it's sort of low country of North Carolina, South Carolina, a lot of swamplands. It's very beautiful farmlands. It's and that's sort of what has inspired my everything I've done is just I love nature and the water. I love anything dealing with nature.
0: Well, how did you get started painting?
1: Well, OK, so that's a long story. So in my family, we we're a very close knit family. My grandmother she was she encouraged me from a young child from the very beginning and she was my absolute best friend in this world. But um she would always buy me, she noticed that I had I loved painting, I loved doodling and creating. And so from a very young age, she always bought me art supplies. It was like a Friday tradition. We would go to the local stores in our downtown and i'd get art supplies for the weekend and i'd create all weekend long and so when i started school i didn't want to do school work all i wanted to do is draw and paint and so my teachers in i had amazing teachers they bribed me with art supplies to get me to do my work in school
0: oh my goodness this sounds so familiar to me my- <laughs> My daughter is ten, and she tells people all the time that she's an author and illustrator. She just told the boy at Aldi at the checkout. She said, "What's your name?" And he told her, and she goes, "Well, my name is Sailor, and I'm an artist and illustrator. And you're going to be in my book. What's your favorite animal? I'm going to make you <laughs> as an animal." She oh, had the, I, love it. I know. I'm so she's going to be so jealous that I'm talking to you. So I've got to hear all about you're growing up and painting and how you tortured everybody. Cause this is encouraging for us parents.
1: <laughs> so I had this one teacher, Miss Ken law and Miss Bullard. And it was about third grade. And I, I mean, I was doing terrible in school. I had no interest. It was, it was not in, it was not in my forefront. I could care less about learning my ABCs or cursive or any of that. And so literally they would they came to my house and they sat down with me and my parents, they said, Thomas, you're so smart. Why don't you do your work? I was like, I just want to draw. And mm-hmm. so we came up with a system that I would go, I would do my work. And if I did all of my projects, I would get a new box of coloring pencils or i get a new box of crayons. And that sort of my love for art has always been there. And so that's sort of how I have started painting and started doodling.
0: Well, how did that evolve into like what you're doing now? Because you started out doodling, but now you paint
1: okay well i guess that's that's, painting is a natural progression in the art world i guess so you always start out doodling and then paint's the next step um i would say my my fascination with paint came from the older i got i fell in love with watching um discovery it was i guess it was a discovery channel then it was lynette jennings it was um Christopher Lowell, Martha Stewart, and I absolutely fell in love with them. And my parents, I mean, most boys my age, they're out playing sports and such. That was never my MO. I wanted to watch design shows. And Christopher Lowell and Lynette Jennings in particular, I just loved seeing what they did with color and paint and how they would mix different craft projects with paint and color. And my grandmother always encouraged that. So, I started buying, I started going to the hardware store and getting like little quarts of paint and I would mix colors just to see what I could make. And it was, I don't know, it's just always been sort of natural. Um, and as I as I grew up, I started painting on canvases. I started taking art lessons. And I, it just evolved until I decided that's where I wanted my career to be in. And I was going to be, I, I thought I was going to be Originally, I thought I was going to be this great art historian, and I was going to restore paintings and restore buildings, but I actually ended up going to school to major in sculpture, and for some reason, I thought sculpture was more a fit for me, but I was drawn towards the paint classes there, and I've continued to paint ever since.
0: So, you went, to, you did go to college for, for sculpture, is what you said? Where yes, was that I did. At?
1: That was at UNC Pembroke in North Carolina. Um, it was a great art school. Had great professors there. They had this really neat program where professors would travel from other states and do like short stint interns there, so you could really study under some of these great professors. The only problem with that was I've always been a happy, bubbly personality. I love polka. I love polka dots, bright colors, just very happy art professors hated it. They hated, hated, hated my bright colors, my whimsical designs. And they told me I would never make it in the art world. And so that was my driving force to become Tom, Tom and company.
0: Oh my goodness. So how long has Tom, Tom and company been around? Cause you have a few different avenues.
1: Yes. Well, I've been in Tom, Tom and company. It started in 2007. That was my senior year of college and I decided, you know what, they don't appreciate what I do. I I had to. I just knew that this is what I was meant to do. And so I did not finish my senior year of college and I started my own business painting children's furniture. And that's when Tom Tom was sort of the name Tom, Tom was born, I was painting children's furniture. I needed a unique name. And my sisters have always called me Tom-Tom growing up. They couldn't say, when they were young, they couldn't say Thomas. So they said Tom-Tom.
0: That's so so cute. (laughs) That is so Um, cute. I love that. Tom-Tom and company. Well, I can say Tom-Tom. And my daughter's going to be thrilled when she (laughs) knows who I talk to today. I'm, you know, next week I get to talk to Allie from Willa Heart. And she's another artist. Oh, I
1: love Allie.
0: Oh my gosh, I know. I told her, I was like, don't you worry. I'm going to mention you in every podcast episode because we have this little deal going on. And look, I just mentioned her naturally. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> my do- I, have, I have several of your door hangers and I don't want to get off track, but I seriously love all of your art. I'm so grateful you did not listen to your instructors. I know every teacher is probably cringing, but the use of color and the details that you have are phenomenal and I love I love the things that you're creating and I'm so sad that I didn't get it when you were still hand painting because there was a time when you were hand painting all of these door hangers and I know you were drowning like you had to there's no way you could have kept up at that rate.
1: well what started as just a fluke I just I decided to do a door hanger one day I got I had so many requests. I think the initial post had 400 and some requests. And so I I was like, oh my gosh, being in product development, I did that for a lot of companies. I developed products. I was like, there's got to be a way I can do this and supply the masses with it without having to hand paint every one of them. So at first what I did, in the first year I was doing completely all hand painted and I think I sold like 500 and some door hangers that very first year, and I was like, "Oh my gosh!" So then I started working with a production company, where, where they would cut all the shapes out for me in mass, and then I would, I would go on top of them and paint. And it got to the point where even that there was I didn't have enough time to get them all done. So now they're actually completely fully printed now, but we have got such a high resolution scanner and printing system. It looks like I've hand painted each one of them.
0: It does. I have several of your door hangers and I will tell you the material that it's made out of is so good for outdoors. It's weather hardy and it it doesn't require like a heavy um, nail or screw to hang them up, yet they still have some weight to them. And you can't tell, like it looks like it's hand painted. The way that the the colors are done, it is high quality. Because when I opened it up, I was like, "Oh, I didn't know that." And you cannot tell at all. It looks well, so what, good. Well, what's so unique
1: with this, with us being able to print them now, is I enjoy all mediums of paint, from watercolor to acrylic, even graphic. I love all of it, but watercolor. You can't paint watercolor on such a large scale as that on uh, if I were actually still hand painting them. So now I'm able to take some of my watercolor paintings and transfer them into this material. And it looks like I've hand painted a watercolor, this huge piece, which is absolutely impossible to even do.
0: Well, I know that you must have had a driving force or somebody that's inspired you in your upbringing.
1: Oh, that would definitely be my grandmother. We, of course, we had a very close-knit family, but my grandmother just let me be, which I think is so important. Uh, she just let me, while of course, most of the boys my age were not interested in design or drawing or creating, she just let me be who I was. and just She just didn't force anything upon me. Now, I'm sure I probably made, made her write, raise her eyebrows quite a few times growing up, but She just let me be creative and watch Martha Stewart, watch Lynette Jennings, watch Christopher Lowell, and just let me be.
0: Oh, do you have, is there any special specific time that you can think of as a child where you, that resonated with you, that you can remember a specific incident or anything like that? Or is it just all the time? I wanted, I think the,
1: biggest thing when she, she stood up for me one time with my grandfather who now I love my grandfather but my grandfather loved the girls uh, him and my sisters were so close and I was so close to my grandmother but he came in the house one day after being in the garden and I'd snuck out of the garden and I was like oh I did not want to pick any more vegetables I ran in the house and it was time to watch Lynette Jennings and I think it was the show where she was doing the um Kentucky Derby, and I was in the house and I was just glued to the TV and watching her make all the arrangements for the table centerpieces for Kentucky Derby. And my grandfather said, Boys are not supposed to watch shows like this. And my grandmother said, Elwood, you let him be who he wants to be. If this makes him happy, you let him be happy. And mm-hmm. for that was like my drive, like a lot of my life. I've always referenced back to that. And like she was, we were from Southeast North Carolina. I mean, we were not very progressive or our thoughts, but she just knew who I was and she wanted me to be my true self.
0: Um, oh, golly. Like all of us parents and the grandparents, we need to hear that with our offspring because it's really hard sometimes to remember that it's not our lives, it's their lives. And, you need to, even though, like, you know, when an adult requests something out of you, you need to be compliant, like empty and fill the dishwasher. But when yeah. it comes down to, you know, who you are as a child and your interests. That... Yes,
1: and and, that, and that, right, that right there was a changing moment in my life where I knew it was okay if I enjoyed design work. Or if I wanted to paint and create things, she let me know that one instant it was okay and I was okay.
0: Mm. Well, do you have any advice for us parents? Oh, <laughs> with our children. I know you guys don't have any kids yet, but, um, you know, just growing up and not being misunderstood or not accepted. Do you have any oh, advice for us parents on how to encourage those I children? Mean,
1: you have to, you have to love your child, but you also have to guide your child. You, of course, you don't want to make sure you want to make sure they're not doing anything to harm themselves, harm others. But at the same time, you just want them to be, you want them to learn who they are. And it's okay to make mistakes. I mean, Lord, I made a ton of mistakes growing up trying to figure out who I was, but I had to make them to figure out my rights and wrongs in life.
0: Well, I have a personal question. So I have a child that's an artist. You know, I already told you she's an an author and illustrator. And, (laughs) you know, I want her to have a well-balanced life. And I want her to get some physical activity and get some vitamin D and being outside. All she wants to do is read, write, and draw. She, I mean, we've tried, we've tried swimming team, we've tried basketball. Right now, she, then she want to do cheerleading. You know, just simple cheer class, not, not a team or anything. Just like a simple cheer class where you learn like high V, low V, and a toe touch. And already, she's done it three times, and she's like ready to quit. And I'm telling her, you have to finish what you start and you have to find something physical but how what can what what interests you as far as like staying healthy or moving your body like how do you balance all of that
1: um do it outside do what you love just do it outside
0: oh my gosh (laughs) you're
1: genius (laughs) do what you love you want to paint draw do it outside get the vitamin d get them get the uh, inspiration from nature just do it outside but as a child from having parents trying to make me do sports and do things just for the sake of doing them. Cause I should, honey, I'm very headstrong and it sounds like sailors very headstrong as well. It's not going to go well. Just let them be, they will figure it out and they will do what's best for them, but you just have to guide them in a healthy manner.
0: I love you so much, Tom, Tom. <laughs> I didn't know it was going to be a therapy session this morning too. <laughs> But she still has uh, to finish her commitment because otherwise I'm going to be out a lot of money that she said is sick she wanted yes, to do some. Yes,
1: finish your commitments, and if she does not want to do it again, do not force her to do it again. Let Find mm-hmm. her a great, like, if she's a writer and an illustrator, maybe try the drama avenue. See if she likes to act. Maybe she's a budding actress and you don't even know it yet.
0: Oh, my goodness. Well, her, both of her aunt and uncle are... Um... Are actors and actors, or I guess it's just to say actors. Cause I don't think it makes these actresses anymore, but they're both actors and they're on Broadway and on TV and all this good stuff. And she has been in a play and she was the star of the show, but she did it and she got immersed into it. And then she needed a break. It was too much. She has that natural creative mind. Like, like you and I do where you get hyper-focused and then you do it and you're ready for the next thing to creatively stimulate you.
1: Yes. Yes, yes, yes. That's, that's the story of my life.
0: Yes. Well, I'm going to have to come out to Raleigh and come out there and see you and um, get you to autograph something for my daughter sometime because now I've gotten to meet Tom-Tom. <laughs> well, yes, I
1: cannot wait.
0: What medium do you prefer working with? Do you oh, honey, one?
1: I love all mediums. I, <laughs> I'll paint with sand if you give me the opportunity. I just love <laughs> I love all mediums. And if you pay attention to my artwork, you'll notice like my style, I'll, I'll go through different spells where I may do be very big on watercolor. And that may last three or four months, but, and then I'll change it up and I'll do acrylic. I'll do acrylic painting or it's all is a lot of times I do a lot of mixed. Um, I may watercolor the first part of the image and then I'll put it in the computer and I'll paint on top of it. I may watercolor, then add acrylic to get a more sharp area of the paint. It is all depends. I love, I love all mediums. So it's no telling what you may get from me.
0: Well, what, what inspires you, you know, what gets your goat going? What excites you to, to start creating? Like you guys are going to go out of the country tomorrow. And I assume that you're going to get very inspired.
1: <laughs> so I am, I, like I said earlier in the, in the podcast, I thought I was going to be an art historian. So history really, really inspires me. History always repeats itself. I find so much inspiration in traveling and going to old places or historic homes. Or I may find an architectural design in a detail of molding and come back and like, oh, my gosh, I'm going to take that, transfer it to a pattern. or Right now, of course, I'm big on a chinoiseric kick kick, and when I went to Brighton Palace for the first time, just the, just from that, and all the architecture, that inspired me to this whole blue and white collection that I've been, I've been going hard on for about three or four years now. Um, I
0: know. You're going to start developing other colors, too. Do you, have you created your, I'm sure you've created your own colors, and you probably have your own names for some paint colors that you've created.
1: Oh, yes. I have my own little, I have my own little system of paint colors that I've created. Um, and it's I, funny enough, a lot of my paint colors, I may take a photograph in a historic home somewhere or in one of my travels, and I'll come home, and it may take me two days to mix that color. But I'm going to figure out a way to get that color and use it.
0: Ooh, I want to see that. You need to, make, you need to make a reel out of you mixing paint up. <laughs> You're in a, I, I, I want my own name of paint. Make me a faith color. Yes, I will have to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Make me a face color. Okay. So, right now, when you're doing this, you're doing it digitally and you're actually doing it with the mediums because you like you mix it up to create yeah. the door hangers. But you have lots of projects in the works. So you have a storefront because in Charleston, is that right? Actually, it's
1: in Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. I, so,
0: uh, Raleigh, I, North Carolina is your storefront. What's the storefront's name?
1: Oh, so it is acquisitions limited and Henry Dean, 1930, um, Henry Dean, 1930. Um, that's, we named it after our dog, Henry Dean, but so Henry Dean, 1930 is more home decor items. Um, They have a really fun style and flair to them. Then Acquisitions Limited is our antique business. And my partner and I, Ross, or Mr. Wonderful, whatever you want to call him, we (laughs) (laughs) we travel to England and France. And so we bring back lots of goodies from England and France. And so you will probably see a lot of my inspiration sitting in the store on the shelves.
0: Uh, I need to connect you with our cousin that lives in France. So don't let me forget. You'll love her. Her name is LOD. Shout out to (laughs) LOD. My husband has family in France. And so it would be like second cousins to us. His second cousins are over there. And LOD is phenomenal. And she loves to do all those things. But she's going to be more on the the countryside. She's not going to be in the heart of stuff. But I can connect the two of y'all. Oh, we would love that. And she, she um, loves all the same things that we love. And then she'll give you another fresh perspective too. So I'll, I'll connect with you guys off the air. And then that way you'll have another resource out there in France.
1: Yes. I would love that.
0: (laughs) Okay. So now before we talk about, um, oh gosh, where am I going with this? I'm like looking at my notes going, well, what else do I want to ask him? I mean, I could talk about these door <laughs> all day long because that's what I'm obsessed with. I'm like, I got to come up with a new design for him. I keep telling everybody, oh, you should try this. Oh, should try that. But um,
1: to a blue bonnet um, inspired design. That's our next project.
0: Oh, you'll make me cry. That's so sweet. <laughs> I love that. Well, another thing is, is I always I, sometimes I bring this in. You know, my husband has a Spanish last name. And so we have a fiesta tree at Christmas time and I love it. It's fun. It's bright colors and it has all the Mexican Christmas ornaments and I pick them up, you know, here and there. So it's really loud. And when I talked to um, June St. George, um, I talked to her about making a Christmas tree skirt that was fiesta themed. And when I talked to bobble stockings, I was like, we need to have a fiesta bobble stocking. And I'm thinking to you, I'm like, Oh, uh, a fiesta it could be Cinco de Mayo too but do, fiesta... door... <laughs> do what
1: We could do a Cinco de Mayo door hanger
0: yeah that would be super fun anything Latina or Latino they have such fun bright colorful colors and you, the your history with loving colors where does that come from from when they told you they didn't like it Um, no
1: I would say probably younger Oh, growing up in a small town, I I grew up on a farm, and just my love for colors—the colors in nature, like the green of the grass, or like the um, the colors from the swamp—I'm really into cool tone colors. If you notice, I rarely ever use red or orange or yellow. It's not my personal preference because it makes me hot, and I hate being hot. So, <laughs> <laughs> so I oh am my definitely- gosh. I'm definitely a cool color person, but honestly, growing up so close to the coast and just being out in nature daily, that's where my love for color came from.
0: Well, okay. What, do you have a favorite door color that you like seeing your hangers on?
1: Oh, favorite door color. And every time I post color, I get the most requests. Honorable blue, Sherman Williams, Sherwin Williams.
0: Oh, how funny. It is. It's just a, like a regular royal blue. Honorable
1: yep. blue. Honorable blue. Oh. It's it's a fun color. It's a great pop. Um, I don't I love anything in a pale pink. I think that's a great front door color as well, but I don't have a certain color. But honorable blue is my go-to. I love it from kitchen cabinets to front doors. I think it's a wonderful door color.
0: Oh, it's I mean, all of the all the hangers that I see are adorable and they always look cute on the door hangers. Um, do you have any tips or tricks for picking your door hangers with what door colors? Like, is there one you're like, oh, this would look awful on this door? You're like, it always looks fabulous.
1: Honestly, i I really have not seen a door color that I do not like with a door hanger. I think when I when I paint a door hanger, I try to put enough tones and variations that will look good on any door. Oh, um, yeah. And I treat blue and white as a neutral as I treat it just like black and white. Blue and white for me is a neutral color palette. So I think it really fits any color door. It's just a personal preference.
0: I agree with you. I do think that blue is an it can be a neutral. Because like yeah. navy blue is is everywhere. And people yeah. don't even realize how, how much it is. All right. Do you have a favorite memory as a designer about with any of the processes? Because you have three different businesses. That's big time.
1: Oh, <laughs> you're so sweet. Thank you. Um, my biggest
0: memory. I'm trying to think. Probably Even traveling pro- with uh, Mr. Wonderful. Like you might have a favorite memory of y'all Happen Upon Something for your acquisitions and Limited. Was there like a special piece or a special story about a piece that you found for the antique store?
1: Probably. Okay. Probably my biggest memory. I would say probably my biggest memory that has always inspired me as far far as painting
0: wise. What about that? Would that work? Yeah, whatever you want to share. I'm happy.
1: Growing up, I always went to my Aunt Betty's house. And she oh I always thought she had the most impeccable style. I just loved everything about her house. Her, I would you would go into I would go into the garage store and her little breakfast room was painted the most beautiful cobalt blue. And it was all white tile, white cabinets and she used tons of blue and white china. She hung it on the walls, which was my first time I've ever, ever seen china hung on the wall as a young child. And I, it, to this day, that is a memory that's stuck in my head. And I think about it often when I'm painting all this. From, it's just one of those things that I don't know. It just inspires me daily every time I think about it.
0: Does, is Aunt Betty still with us? Does she know what impact and, she had on you?
1: I I don't know if she knows it impacts me to the degree it does. I have to tell her to listen to this podcast. Mm. But I to this day I I want a room just like that in my house, and I will have it one day. Oh, it's just beautiful.
0: That is the sweetest thing. She's going to love hearing that story. <laughs> so, do you guys like to entertain you and Mister Wonderful?
1: Oh, honey, I love a good dinner party. I have tons of dinner parties I used to have a lot more if I had the big store in Raleigh but I love a dinner party I love setting a table and mixing patterns and all the colors on the table
0: is there any rhyme or reason on how you mix your colors or patterns like is there any helpful hints or tricks that you could tell the listeners about okay you know to do linear lines and something with fluidity and movement or is there any way that is a do or a don't
1: in uh, your book When I'm setting a table and mixing my colors, I think about my cuisine first. What am I serving? So if it's more of a hearty fall meal, of course, I like dark. I like bringing out the um, oranges and rust colors and deep greens on the table. if it's a lighter meal, more like a luncheon, I'll use my brighter colors, blues and whites, pinks and golds, whatever I can find. I basically, I sort of normally plan all of my meal, all of my table settings based on the meal I'm going to serve.
0: Oh, I never thought about it that way. I just do what, what I'm like with your eyes first. (laughs) I just do with what color I'm like, okay, what color I'm all about color. I'm like, Oh, okay. So how many sets of China do you think you have? I've got nine just for context. They're not all full sets, but I've got nine or maybe 10. In my
1: house, I'd probably say I have probably eight sets on my house in storage. I have may have another twelve sets in storage oh. that I'll pull out occasionally. I do love a good table setting. And oh if my. you'll pay attention to TomTom Tom and Company, you'll notice I'm starting to evolve more to the table setting genre. You are I love it so you, much.
0: You are and you even have those disposable um placemats too. You have the yes, I, actually
1: they're reusable. They are done in a PVC material so you can reuse them and they're oh. great great so you'll have to you'll have to try them out i have to send you some of those
0: i didn't know they were reusable i thought they were disposable that's great
1: it's this great pvc material that we've been working with the company to develop and you can throw them in a dishwasher you rinse them off in the sink and they're ready to go but they look like they've all been hand painted
0: oh my goodness okay so what are you working on right now are there any things in the works
1: well, I'm working on my transition from blue and white right now. And that's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're trying to get out of the blue and white. I'm Are not you?
1: trying to it will always be there, but I'm looking for my next thing. And I am having a love affair with green right now. Thank,
0: you. Green oh, thank you. Oh, green, thank you. Green, Jesus. Green. Oh, I need a text Well, I'll post a picture of it. I bought and we went to Fairhope this weekend. For the Southern Getaway, and we stopped at one of the little shops that have it. Everything there is from local artists, and I bought a chinoiserie Christmas ornament, and it's green and white. I've had an affection for green probably six or seven years, and I've just been drawn to it, and now I'm finally starting to see it come out, and I've never liked the celery and the chartreuse, but again, I'm like, I'm just so drawn to it, and it makes that perfect balance. Thank you. That was my cat, Presley. It's a perfect <laughs> balance with the blue. And then when you pop in the green or the rest or the orange, it just like marries well. I, I, so, think,
1: it's a, I think it's an all season color. There's not a season you can think of that yes. is not of green in some manner.
0: Uh, yes, because if you think about it, okay, we think, oh, about what you said earlier about red, just to go back to that red doesn't go with all the holidays and neither does orange but green and blue go with all the holidays and seasons and i like to decorate by season not so much by holiday because it lasts longer yes and so if you think about it that way it does last longer and i don't know which door hanger i have it is it has the black and white like soup tureen and then oh, it has
1: oh you have harlequin pumpkin door hanger
0: Oh, it is so cute. It is so cute. I cannot, I still have my football thing at the front door, so I can't hang it up quite yet. <laughs> but on, on October 1st, I'm going to hang it. And I'll oh, tell I- you, you have the best fans. You have the best fans and the best followers. Because anytime I tag you or um, hook you on it somehow on social media, they they are so good to you. They come back and they make me feel loved too. So thank you so much for sharing and allowing me to be a part of your world because you have the best people out there faith yes I'm here
1: okay oh lord you scared me I thought we had got disconnected
0: (laughs) if we do it's okay I'll 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 text you back okay yeah you have the you have the best fans
1: oh I have the most amazing fans I wouldn't be doing what I love to do if I didn't have the amazing support of the customers and fans right
0: now They're really sweet and we need to acknowledge we you've been doing a lot of stuff through the pandemic. Your father is, is not well, you're taking care of your father as well, right?
1: Correct. He had a stroke at the beginning of the pandemic. So it's been a lot of lifestyle changes in our family, but we're working through
0: it and I find solace in painting. So that's why I'm painting so much. I'm so glad. Well, I love every single thing that I have. Okay. So I do this little bit with each guest And we talk about the paint colors in your personal home. And I would love to do a little audio tour with you. I don't know if you know um, the paint colors in your home, but um, if you could throw me a bone and try to share them, I would love it.
1: Oh, my gosh. Okay. Well, you're not going to believe this. I have color. I use it throughout the whole house. I call it my neutral color. It, it probably sounds crazy but it is my happy happy color every home i've had i've always used this color in it's called Linhurst mushroom
0: oh is that a benjamin moore color
1: it is actually a valspar color it's from the, it's a part of the historic trust colors it is a great taupey mushroom got green undertones to it i don't know it just warms your soul when you see it but i'll I use it throughout the house in some way, shape, or form in every room. It is my go-to color. Very similar. Martha Stewart, I can't remember the name of the color she has as her go-to color, but this is my go-to color for everything.
0: So what do you do on your trim and your woodwork? Is it the same color? Well,
1: it depends on what room. So if you come into my foyer, I love history and everything. So this is, for me, this color screams history. I painted all the trim, baseboard, moldings, and ceilings, all this one color. And it's all in the same sheen of paint. It's, I mean, and we get so many compliments on our foyer when you come in. It pops off all of our antiques and all the color that we use through our porcelains in the house. If you go into our living room, we've taken the color. The trim and moldings are all white in there the walls in there are painted Lindhurst mushroom and I painted a hand painted detail on the ceiling of an inverted Greek key in the Lindhurst mushroom color.
0: Oh my goodness. You painted your ceiling.
1: Yes. I painted the ceiling It at I'll have to send you a picture of it sometime. It's Please. A, it's a very
0: Please. Oh my goodness. Okay. Do you have any like wild colors in your house or is it pretty neutral? No, I
1: I used to have wild colors in my younger days, but I did not find peace in that. And for, <laughs> me, <laughs> for me, my home is a refuge. I I have so many bright colors in the store, so many bright colors in my design work. I want when I walk into my house, I want my home to wrap its arms around you. And so I treat it that way. Now I have, of course, I have antiques and I have color through porcelains and things like that lots of blue and white in the house but as far as colors of the rooms i keep them very warm and cozy i'm i'm an old man at heart
0: you're an old man at heart well is that your house that like do we have any pictures of your home on your we, instagram we do
1: uh, you'll see it a lot at the holidays and i always have a fire going in the room i love the whole english study aesthetic and so that's that's how we sort of treat our houses basically like an english study in every room
0: well, we need to have a picture of you. I tried to, like, get a picture of you off your Instagram, just a one that wasn't a video, so I could tease everybody, like, hey, look who I get to talk to, and I couldn't, <laughs> there's no pictures of you. I will, get, your you some, I
1: will get you a picture. I'll make sure I get you a picture today.
0: Do you have anything that you want to promote or you want to share with us?
1: Well, we're getting ready to leave for England tomorrow, so follow along in our adventures. You'll... You'll see lots of new ideas coming your way. And I'll I'll be sneak peeking some things I'm thinking while I'm on the trip of what I'm going to be doing for new door hangers as well.
0: I don't think you're ever going to be able to get out of the door hanger business. I have pimped you out to all my friends (laughs) telling them about your door hangers. They're so beautiful. And the one that I'm looking at right now is, um, one that you posted, um, uh, last year in October where it has a crest the underwoven like a Victorian crest and you have a blue and green bow and you uh, make do yeah. you make the bows
1: absolutely in the store it's me and I have a, a team of other very skilled artisans but I do I do a lot of the bows in the store and then
0: oh I know what I should ask you and um, this is on the subject of your art but it's a personal question what is one tip or trick on procreate because is that the app that you use is it procreate yes
1: watch videos there are incredibly talented artists that post podcasts and videos all the time of tricks they've learned and honestly at nighttime i'll sit in bed and watch videos on how to use procreate and you learn something new every time
0: it's a really cool app i Bought the app, and I've got the pencil, and I'm not an artist, but just to even like take notes and do things, you can like scribble on it like no other. That's oh, really? A cool it's, app. Also
1: on Amazon, there's great um, I can't even call it a skim. It's almost like a glass protector you put on your iPad that gives you canvas texture, so your brush, it's like you're getting a more reactive experience when you're painting on the.
0: Oh my gosh. I've got to get that for sailor. I didn't know that. Yes. Goodness. Well, thank you so much. I know that you, you, you're at the store right now. You hopped in your car to have a sweet conversation with me and I don't want to keep you longer than necessary, but I treasure you and I'm so grateful for my, the time that I got with you. And on top of that, I mean, like, I just don't want you to ever stop creating your art is so beautiful It brings tears to my eyes, and it means so much to me. Thank you so much. Spring, so we can promote some of your new designs. Yes, absolutely.
1: Thank you so much for having me today.
0: You're welcome. Bye-bye. Real quickly, I wanted to make sure that y'all knew TomTom's social media and website. The social media on Instagram is TomTomandCo, and then his website is Company. And he spells Tom Tom T-O-M T O M. He also has a couple of other companies that we mentioned in the podcast. That's Henry Dean 1930, and that's for gifts and accessories for your home. And then for the antiques, he has Acquisitions Limited. He was so dear to give me part of his day. He was about to leave to leave for England the next day and he had lots of stock and inventory to do so he snuck out into the car to um, do the podcast interview with me and it was very sweet and dear but I only had a pocket of time with him so he is going to come back and join us in the spring or summer when we have um, some new things that uh, he wants to come out and talk to us about. Thank you so much for joining us here today um, for the podcast with Tom Tom and Company. My name is Faith and I'm with Blue Bonnet Home.